Hi, I'm Laura Flanders of Grit TV. Governor Scott Walker stirred up the Hornets this winter when he not only proposed cutting $300 million from the University of Wisconsin's budget, but simultaneously tried to sneak in a change to the vaunted mission of that institution, from one talking about seeking truth and serving society to one that talked about meeting the workforce's needs. Walker's effort to edit UW's progressive-era principles angered educators and students alike and led party-predictable pundits to cry out about about the presumed presidential contender's Tea Party plans for education. What's been missed in all this is while Walker may indeed be their pal, putting schools to work for business is hardly a Tea Party innovation. Businesses have always looked to classrooms to serve up pliant workers. Wisconsin's idea was notable precisely because in an age of industrialization, the pressure was on for schools to produce workers fit for factories. Craftsmen had a nasty habit of walking off the production line at the degradation of their labor by automation. The 1917 Smith-Hughes Act funded two tracks of manual ed, the vocational and the general, to ease blue and white-collar workers more smoothly into their places. Vocational ed endured until U.S. manufacturers fancied shedding some of their U.S. workers, at which time, in the 1980s and 90s, government started talking about college degrees for all, no matter how unpredictable or how costly. Today's high-stakes economy favors high-stakes testing. All those tests are a nifty profit center themselves, of course, which is why so many profit-minded folks are lobbying mightily for them, but polarizing testing also serves the needs of a polarized economy. Multiple, which actually means minimal choice testing, doesn't produce the kind of creative thinking we actually need to solve today's problems, which is why the rich perhaps don't force their kids to do it, but tests reinforce the myth of meritocracy, and with that, the idea that those at the top are deserving. When we interviewed people for Own the Change about starting worker-owned co-ops, the single biggest challenge they named was a lack of training and cooperation. Walker blamed his editing plan on an underling's error and backed away, but education for the workforce isn't going anywhere. It's enshrined in today's Common Core curriculum. And the question for those who seek real reform now is if a polarizing education meets the needs of a polarizing economy, what sort of education befits an economy that puts people first and the needs of profit behind community and the planet? You can watch my interview with Jesse Agopian, editor of More Than a Score, The Uprising Against High Stakes Testing, this week on The Laura Flanders Show on KCET Link TV and Telesaur. And find all my interviews at grittv.org.